2: America's democracy attacked. Violence and chaos in the heart of
1: Washington. USA!
2: USA! This morning, the fallout. Trump officials quit while Congress certifies Joe Biden's victory. Queensland's COVID shock. A Brisbane cleaner tests positive to the UK strain. New exposure sites across the south side. And vaccine rollout. The PM's plan to have four million Aussies vaccinated by the end of March. This
1: is Seven News.
2: Good morning. Joe Biden has been officially certified as the next president of the United States after vote counting in Washington was interrupted by scenes of chaos and utter violence. U.S. correspondent Tim Lester joins us now from Capitol Hill. Uh, Tim, what's the situation like there this morning? It looks like a very different day today.
0: It is, Mon. A calm has settled on the Capitol building this morning, but also an uneasy calm. There is a heavy uh, police security presence surrounding the building. We've seen the black wire fence behind me go up uh, in recent hours as they clamp down on what happened here yesterday and try to understand exactly what went wrong. Rioters rupture America's democracy. Typically highly secured, the Capitol building is overrun. Guns drawn, security was desperate to keep the mob at bay. Four people died, one woman shot by officers. America's lawmakers led into hiding.
3: Where are we going? Rayburn. On
2: the road.
0: Chaos in the Capitol spurred on by the outgoing president.
2: We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. You don't concede when there's theft involved.
4: So let's
2: walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. The government did this to us.
4: We were normal, good, law-abiding citizens. And you guys did this to us.
0: Joe Biden urged his rival to take a stand against the violence.
4: I call on President Trump to go on national television now. To fulfill his oath and defend the Constitution and demand an end to this siege.
0: President Trump went on Twitter.
4: But you have to go home now. We have to have peace.
0: As crowds dispersed, Congress returned confirming Joe Biden as the next American president. Joseph R. Biden Jr. of the state of Delaware has received 306 votes. Donald J. Trump of the state of Florida
4: has received 232 votes.
0: Donald Trump now reluctantly agreeing to leave the Oval Office. Even though I totally disagree with the outcome of the election and the facts bear me out, nevertheless there will be an orderly transition on January 20th, leaving the building that welcomed him four years ago in a near unrecognisable state. The uh, split Republican Party now has to consider what to do to deal with this situation. One option, it's extreme, but don't entirely rule it out, is that they ex- exercise uh, the 25th Amendment, and that would mean removing President Donald Trump early from office, even though he only has days to go in the job. Come on.
2: Yes, another part of this extraordinary tale. Tim Lester, thank you so much. Well, there's been a major COVID shock in Queensland after a cleaner contracted the more contagious UK variant. Greater Brisbane aged care facilities are now in lockdown and hospital visitors banned after the woman shopped and caught public transport while infectious. Health authorities are now frantically retracing her every move. She's visited Algester, Sunnybank Hills, Calamavale and the city. Anyone with any symptoms, anywhere in Brisbane, it is really critical that you come forward and get tested. Testing clinics were flooded yesterday afternoon with thousands expected to get a swab today. The positive case has prompted changes to hotel quarantine. Staff must now get tested every shift instead of every seven days. An emergency meeting of National Cabinet will be held today to discuss discuss what more can be done to protect Australia against the highly contagious UK strain. It's expected new measures, including making masks mandatory on all domestic and international flights, will be endorsed, along with rapid testing. Experts say shutting the border to the UK, leaving more Aussies stranded, must be on the agenda. Australians are now closer than ever to receiving a COVID vaccine. A five-step plan laid out by the Prime Minister, starting with 80,000 jabs a week beginning next month. The first lofty goal, 4 million people vaccinated by the end of March.
4: In the war against coronavirus, the Prime Minister says... We are still winning, but we have not yet won. ...unveiling the government's new line of attack. We'll be able to commence vaccinations of high-priority groups... In mid to late February. Bringing forward the timeline yet again. Under promise but over deliver. We've continuously exceeded our targets. Now aiming to start giving the jab to 80,000 people a week from next month. The rollout split into five phases in order of vulnerability. Quarantine and border workers, frontline health and aged care staff and aged care residents will be first in line to get the Pfizer vaccine. Once the AstraZeneca vaccine is available, adults over 70, older Indigenous people and those with underlying medical conditions will be next. Then those over 50 can roll up their sleeves. The rest of the adult population will follow, with children considered last. We hope by the end of March we reach some 4 million uh, population.
2: We've been calling for this since the end of last year. It's good the Prime Minister has reluctantly agreed to this. The shots will be free administered
4: from more than a thousand vaccination centres set up across the country. The most complex logistical exercise that perhaps we've done in public health in this country. Rob Scott, 7 News.
2: The COVID alert level for a Woolworth supermarket on the northern beaches has been upgraded after a new mystery case emerged. The man in his 40s completed a period of isolation before being given the all-clear, but he later developed symptoms and tested positive. Anyone who visited the Avalon Woolies spanning five days in January must get tested and self-isolate immediately, while anyone who went to the Avalon Chemist Warehouse on January the 3rd must also isolate. I'm so pleased the testing rates have
1: been so high in the northern beaches, um, but that's why we need to still maintain that vigilance right through to the end so we can actually achieve no community transmission in the northern beaches.
2: New South Wales recorded no new cases yesterday, but this latest infection will be included in today's figures. Promising COVID numbers in New South Wales and Victoria have sparked fresh hope that the border could reopen sooner than expected. Victorian health authorities are hopeful that the state's mystery case who visited the MCG and Chadstone is a one-off, but they're still on edge. A new exposure site, the Zara store at Chadstone, was visited by a positive case on Boxing Day. The family of a little boy who survived the New South Wales Wellington crash tragedy says that he is struggling to comprehend what happened. Matea Arce was hurt in the crash that killed two of his young friends, Shane and Sheldon.
3: He hasn't been himself. He's he's wanting to see his little mates
2: He keeps asking about them. just so sad that this has happened. They're only going to the pool. The man allegedly behind the wheel, 25-year-old Jacob Don, did not apply for bail when he faced court yesterday. A South Australian schoolboy missing for 18 hours in dense bushland has spent the night in his own bed after he was remarkably found alive. After a night alone under the stars, 13-year-old Logan Good walked six kilometres for help. And now he's back in his mum's arms. Floodwaters are receding across North Queensland in the wake of ex tropical cyclone Imogen. The Bruce Highway has now reopened north and south of Ingham after more than 300 millimetres of rain fell over the town in 24 hours. More heavy rain and thunderstorms are forecast as the weakened low pressure system moves south.
0: Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news.
2: There was a bushfire emergency in Victoria's high country last night. A water-bombing helicopter and more than a dozen trucks battled ablaze at farmland at Merijig. An emergency warning was put in place, but that downgraded when the fire was declared under control just after 6pm. Some business leaders are planning a return to the CBDs across the country for many of their workers, a move doctors approve of and cybersecurity advocates say is essential.
1: In city cafes around Australia, menus are full, customers a few. All the coffee shops, they need some support from people and we haven't got that for a while. Australia's business hubs may be empty for a while.
4: We know that large organisations are already... Um, looking at their space requirements.
1: Australia's biggest employers are still telling staff to work from home if possible, calling it too soon to set targets to return to their desks.
0: Employers need to be flexible, adaptable, follow health advice and if staff are concerned about the safety of their workplace then they should raise
1: that. At 50% capacity, enclosed officers should have enough space for at least two square metres per person to provide a sphere of safety eight times less risk if you're more than two metres from someone who is normally one metre away. Promising for our physical health. And for cyber health, a return to the office could be better. With 90% of attacks due to human error, regulator APRA is calling for more cyber awareness training for employees working from home.
2: There's definitely a correlation with the risk factor with people working from home. And it's mainly because they don't have the devices, tools and knowledge that they really need.
1: Potentially exposing bank employees, vendors and customers.
2: If it's one of the big four, then that's going to touch a lot of people. Gemma Acton, Seven News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is rising this morning. The Nasdaq is as well. In London, the FT100 closed slightly higher and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng dropped while both the All Ords and the ASX 200 surged. On the commodities market, gold is trading at $1,912 US an ounce. Oil is at US$51 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying $77.5 US cents, 80 Japanese yen and $1.7 New Zealand. The ABC is facing another underpayment scandal just months after being forced to apologise for shortchanging staff. Last year, the broadcaster found it had underpaid workers almost $11 million, making a $600,000 payment as settlement. Now it's brought in to accountants to check whether another 2,000 staff were also underpaid, stretching back to July 2014. And now back to the very latest on our top story in Washington, D.C. Donald Trump has agreed to an orderly transition out of the White House just hours after scenes of chaos in the nation's capital. U.S. Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney is at the White House. Now, Ash, could he be removed from office before Joe Biden's inauguration?
3: Well, it's an extraordinary prospect, Mon, but it's one that is being discussed here in Washington. A push from Democrats and some Republicans to have the 25th Amendment invoked, which would see uh, Donald Trump declared unfit to stay in office. Now. Uh, That would result in Mike Pence becoming the commander-in-chief with just two weeks to go uh, in the Trump administration. Here is what one Republican, a member of the president's own party, had to say this morning after the scenes we saw yesterday at the Capitol.
4: All indications are that the president has become unmoored, not just from his duty, nor even his oath, but from reality itself. It is for this reason that I call for the Vice President and members of the Cabinet to ensure the next few weeks are safe for the American people, and that we have a sane captain of the ship.
3: The president remains here at the White House today. He is due to hand out uh, a number of presidential medals of freedom. But he is an increasingly isolated president with some of what were his closest allies turning their back on him. Among them Bill Barr, the former attorney general, issuing a scathing statement uh, saying that what we witnessed yesterday was a betrayal of his office and supporters Uh, saying that what he did, orchestrating a mob to pressure Congress, is inexcusable. We have seen a number of White House staffers quit over what we witnessed too. The uh, First Lady's Chief of Staff, Stephanie Grisham, as well as Mick Mulvaney, who rang Mike Pompeo and said, I can't do it, I can't stay. This is a defining moment right now for the Trump presidency. What we witnessed yesterday undoubtedly a stain on his legacy, Mon.
2: Yes, Ash Mulaney for us there. Thank you. More than one and a half million people have been given their first COVID vaccine dose across the UK, according to the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson. The PM addressed the nation following reports that the country's hospitals will be overwhelmed by coronavirus patients within two weeks. He says they're working flat out to ensure the 15 million most vulnerable members of the community will be immunised by February the 15th.
0: I urge everyone to come forwards because it's absolutely vital that we should have confidence in these vaccines.
2: The UK recorded another day of more than 50,000 cases and a further 1,100 deaths. A Wilbukowski half-century on debut has helped boost the Aussies on day one of the third test. The 22-year-old hit an impressive 62 against India at a rainy, rainy SCG. Marnus Labashain smashing an unbeaten 67. But it was a day to forget for David Warner. No sooner had he taken the crease, he was back in the pavilion for five. The Aussies head into day two at two for 166. A bowling masterclass has sent Sydney Thunder to the top of the Big Bash ladder following a 39-run win over the Hobart Hurricanes. Usman Khawaja gave the Thunder an early boost, smashing 49 of 23 balls. And teen spinner Tanvir Sanger claimed another two scalps to take his season week at total to 15. The Hurricanes seemed to be cruising early before Sydney took control again. Rain couldn't put out the Brisbane Heats fire, a brilliant fielding performance, helping them secure an 18-run victory over the Melbourne Stars. The Rabbitohs are interested in signing West Tigers winger David Nofaluma. 7 News can reveal South Sydney has freed up money in their salary cap to make an offer to the Tigers star. The 27-year-old has recently been linked to the Parramatta Eels. Taking a look at the weather around the country now and a tropical low is generating heavy rain and storms in northeast Queensland. Troughs in the north and east are causing thundery showers in other parts of Queensland, northern New South Wales, the Top End and Kimberley. Around the capitals, Brisbane a possible shower, the same in Sydney with a top of 23. Canberra, a mostly sunny one for you. Melbourne, a sunny day. Mostly sunny in Hobart. Adelaide can expect a sunny day. Mostly sunny also with a top of 41 in Perth today and a possible thunderstorm in Darwin. And that is seven early news for this Friday, the 8th of January. I'm Monique Wright.